Hey, welcome to Five Minutes. We're in Romans chapter 11 today, and it's just a real quick spot here in chapter 11, starting verse 17. Now, the context of chapter 11 is this, where Paul is talking about Israel and God's heart for Israel and how us Gentiles were grafted in, that yes, there's been a hardening um, of the Israelites toward Jesus, but that was ultimately that we Gentiles might be grafted into the family of God. And so that's the quick summation of the context. But here in verse 17, down through verse 18, listen, it says, now if some of the branches were broken off and you though a wild olive branch were grafted in among them. Now the, the branches that were broken off would be uh, Israel, uh, that some of them were, and there are some Jewish people, there's some people from Israel who believe that Jesus is the Messiah but there's a whole lot that don't. And so he's talking about them in this passage. He said, and then us wild olive branch, that's us, us Gentiles, um, we're grafted in um, among them and have come to share in the rich root of the cultivated olive tree. Then he says, do not boast that you are better than those branches. But if you do boast, you do not sustain the root, but the root sustains you. Friends, when I looked at that phrase, I actually highlighted in this Bible that I'm using, and it's the Christian Standard Bible if you've never read, read from it. Um, you do not sustain the root, but the root sustains you. Now, here's the thing. When I looked at that word sustains, here's what it, here's what it, came, here's, here's what it came to mean. And it does talk about sustaining and providing for it. That's part of the definition. But this is the part that blew my mind and took it to a, a different level. It also has within the definition, this, this definition, to suffer unto death formerly to bear the cross, but it also means to formerly bear the marks. And so when I started thinking through it, and I'm praying through it, just trying to figure out things, that at the root, who is Jesus, Jesus sustains me, I don't sustain him. He's the root. Uh, he's who I'm connected to ultimately. So it's not me sustaining him, but it's him sustaining me. And ultimately, it all began with, well, he created everything, but us being reconciled to God, was through him bearing the cross and through him through him bearing the marks. Now, why would I say that that's part of it? Well, if you go over back to Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, this is a messianic prophecy. This is For me, this is like the John 3, 16 of the Old Testament pointing to Jesus as the Messiah that was to come. Verse 5, but he, and I'm convinced this is Jesus, and he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities, Punishment for our peace was on him, and we are healed by his wounds, by his wounds, by his marks, by his scars. So when you take that word sustained, and you realize, okay, so formerly it means to bear the marks, to bear a cross, to bear death. The reason that I can be in relationship with God is because I am sustained by Jesus, who is the root, who took the cross and took the marks that were mine. Because of me and for me, he took the cross and he, and he took the marks, he took the scars in order that I could be reconciled to God. That blew my mind. And because of that act, I've been grafted in along with any other Gentile or Jewish person who surrenders their life to Jesus. But especially as Gentiles, we're grafted into the family of God. We're grafted into, quote unquote, Israel and brought into relationship with God. Jesus is absolutely incredible. God is absolutely mind-blowing. That passage blew my mind just by one word, looking up the word sustained. I pray that you're blessed. Hope you're doing well. Love you guys more than you know. We'll talk soon.